Keep this frequency clear. Keep this frequency clear. C J A M. Redefining radio in Windsor, Detroit. We are 99.1 FM. Listening to C Jam Radio 99.1 FM, reaching higher ground in Windsor and Detroit. This is Wind City Sports, July 7th. Your host, Drake. Bada boom, realest guy in the room. Only guy in the room, I'm alone in the studio again. Got another big edition of Wind City Sports, gonna be packed with a big interview and a lot of news. We got Sarnia Imperials Media and Public Relations Manager Cam Shortos joining me for an interview in a few moments. First, we're going to hear a word from our sponsor and then get into some news following his interview. So stay with me, folks, and we'll be back with Cam Shortos of the Sarnia Imperials. The Green Bean Cafe is Windsor's independent cafe specializing in fair trade, organic, and premium coffee products. Along with our delicious coffee, we serve other great food and drinks like tea, fresh baked goods, sandwiches, and more. Visit us on the lower level of 2320 Wyandotte Street across from the new engineering building. Summer hours are 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Get more information at greenbeancoffee.ca. We have the manager of public and media relations for the Sarnia Imperials football team, Cam Shortos, with us. Thank you for joining me. Yeah, thank you for having me. All right, Cam, so we want to talk uh, a little bit about football in Ontario. Uh, obviously, the Sarnia Imperials, the league. But first, let's get a background on yourself. Um, as I mentioned on the show before, actually, I am a graduate of sport and rec management in Sarnia, uh, Lambton College. Cam was my roommate and classmate. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and like the different jobs that you can get into. Because I, I don't think a lot of people realize that you can work in sport. I want to give some people some, some hope, really. And maybe if they love football or hockey like myself, I work at an arena, that there's options for that. So how did you uh, end up on the Imperials? Yeah, so... Uh... Basically, uh, just um, from uh, visiting a Philly cheese, Philly cheese Jake, sorry, and that's a restaurant in Sarnia. By the way, it has the best Philly cheesesteak you can have in Ontario, ain't gonna lie. And by the way, Jake did not tell me to say that. Um, yeah, basically, uh, just going out there through uh, eating lunch throughout college. Uh, we've uh, had a great uh, friendship, basically, and uh, he knew I was kind of into sport management. So uh, when the opportunity came Upon myself, after I graduated from college, he asked me if I would be involved somehow, um, basically within the Sarnia Imperials. As of uh, right now, we got a manager of public and media relations, so uh, it's it's going good right now. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. I, like I didn't know that personally, you know. Even though we're friends, I didn't know how you ended up there. It- yeah, yeah, it's 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 kind of weird. Like uh, just just from basically seeing my face, uh, being a regular throughout uh, Philly Cheese Jakes, and uh, yeah. kind of got to know each other. And he just and, offered uh, you the position. Well, I guess he basically just uh, didn't really offer me the position, but uh, knew I was in. I had a great passion for sports and football in general. So uh, mm-hmm. when What'd the opportunity when the opportunity came about, uh, basically said like, "Would you want to be involved with with the team?" And I said, "Absolutely." And uh, and 
till then, we basically uh, had to figure out what my title was really going to be. So uh, I kind of chose by myself, well, I haven't really heard of the league before, so maybe if I can run sort of the media relations, social media type aspect that uh, we can get word out about the Southern Imperials and uh, the NFC, which is the Northern Football Conference, which the Southern Imperials play out of, uh, some more uh, media media love, basically. That's a great idea, because like I said, I only, well, not like I said, I was going to say, I only heard it from, uh, shout out to Alec Dixon. He's the only person yeah. that I ever heard talk about it, and obviously Palmer, shout out to Palmer. Um, I was going to say, uh, Alec and Palmer, both uh, SR, uh, I guess, SRA yeah, alumni. Yeah, absolutely, man. All four of us. Yeah, for but, sure. Like what I mean is, even though I spent three years in Sarnia, the, the games weren't promoted heavily. A lot of people weren't going, I guess, to say, because I didn't I didn't know. Um, so that that's a perfect uh, thing that they need, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and like I said before, I have uh, I've really only heard of uh, the Sarnia Imperials through visiting Jake... Uh, at his shop at Philly Cheese Jake. So I had uh, really no intention of what the Southern Imperials were all about, yet alone what the NFC was all about, too. So uh, that was pretty much, uh, I guess, my goal going into the season is probably getting the name out there and also getting uh, recruitment out there as well because uh, the more you get the, the name out in like, you know, communities like Windsor, London, you know, surrounding Sarnia, you know, the more uh, competition you have. So mm-hmm. And we don't, we don't have an NFC team. We have AKO Fratman which is in its own other league, but we yeah, don't have an FC team, uh, so you can market that, right? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, the Windsor AKO Fratman are actually part of, I believe, the uh, Junior Canadian Football League. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yeah, I was going to say, it's also a part of the Ontario Football Federation or, uh, League as well. Are they all affiliated? Not the, uh, yeah, so the Junior Canadian Football League is kind of their own league, and the NFC is more of a, okay. it's more of a semi-pro league, basically. Which the Sarnia Imperials would be. Yeah, so yeah, basically a little bit about uh, the league history is uh, the NFC is a semi-pro level football league uh, based out of Ontario. Uh, it was founded in 1954, I believe. And uh, basically the NFC is for players uh, electing not to go to university or already graduate from university, just wishing to continue their pursuit of football and their love and passion of football. So, Okay, so for listeners that uh, are from Windsor, it's kind of like the NBL, which is National Basketball League of Canada, where the Windsor Express play. I had, yeah, I had the coach on here, and he explained that because personally I wasn't 100% sure, and a lot of people in Windsor still aren't sure, that they're, they're a pro team. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, exactly it, it, like it, the Imperials. Exactly, yeah. Not too many people know about this. So, uh, yeah, and, and even if you do, it's uh, it's just it almost seems like it's not really media-based out there as much Absolutely. as you... Absolutely. It's definitely not mainstream, even like local mainstream no, exactly, and and we are a non for profit organization too, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, we we definitely would just want to get our names out there as as best as we can and uh, promote this league because it, it truly is great football. And I think if more player or sorry, if more people come out and watch and uh, see what this football league is all about, like they're going to be impressed with the talent there is because there is a ton of talent in this league. Like any any sporting event, especially even football, is a great outing for you know it's for the whole family. Oh, exactly. You know, bring the whole family along. You, you have a great time. So, yeah, it, it is a great atmosphere being at a game, too. They play at Norm Perry Park? Yeah, so uh, play at Norm Perry Park is uh, our games. Saturday at 7 p.m. is our home game. Actually, we have a big weekend ahead this weekend. Um, we play the Steel City Patriots. They're based out of Hamilton. 
And, uh, yeah, if we can uh, somehow find a win this Saturday and basically need a little bit of help with the Sudbury loss, uh, Sarnia Imperials can clinch their second division title in two years or back-to-back years now. So, yeah, so, uh, yeah, basically the Imperials uh, started back up in 2006. I guess I'll do a little bit more of the team history. Yeah, they had a little hiatus or something? Yeah, so basically uh, back in 1928, so... Quite a while ago, uh, the Sarnia Peels were a football team from Sarnia and uh, were a member from the ORFU, which is the Ontario Rugby Football Union, a league that preceded the CFL. And uh, basically from their time from their inception in 1928 until they folded in 1955, uh, believe it or not, the Sarnia Peels actually won two great cups. Yeah, actually, I remember that. I remember that now when we were in Sarnia. Yeah. Because I remember that sticking out to me and being like, What? But like yeah. you're saying, you're uh, 1928. Let me get this straight. So almost a hundred years of the Sarnia Imperials and 60 years of the NFC. Yeah, pretty pretty much. Yeah. Wow. So uh, it's 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 kind of crazy to think that you know Sarnia actually had a football team and what do you know actually won two CFL uh, great or two great great cups. So wow. Yeah, that's I mean, like when you learn things like this, it's just a big eye opener. Yeah. Like even for so, myself sitting here right now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, 1933 was their first Grey Cup appearance, and uh, believe it or not, that's actually also the only time the city of Sarnia hosted the Grey Cup game, which is actually mm-hmm. mind-boggling in itself. Yeah, for having won it, won it what? What did you say? Three times? Yeah. So actually, no, appeared three times. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, appeared three times, lost uh, the first time in 1933 by one point, and. Uh, Won it in 1934 and 36. So yeah, kind of kind of surreal when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's very uh, that's a very big accomplishment to be proud of. For, yeah, absolutely. for a small city like Sarnia, it is a small city, but it's got it all. You know what I mean? For, no, it it's does. got everything yeah, you, you, you possibly need. Yeah, exactly. You know, you got the lake beside it. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah it's not it, like you got to travel out anywhere to get. Like people travel to London a lot for specific things, but you know, yeah, you don't exactly. really have to. Yeah, and you know the proximity to the U.S. border is huge yep. too. So, like you know, it's 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 a good tight uh, tight knit community, I'd say. I always seen it as a smaller Windsor, having been from Windsor my whole life, right? Well, yeah, but the exactly. similarities to it, like you said, being across the border like that, and the the yeah. the atmosphere for hockey is very big too. They love the Sting, obviously. Yeah, yeah, love the Sting, and uh, basically just trying to get the same love the Sting get yeah. uh, in Sarnia. <laughs> and that's exactly what's going on here with uh, basketball right now. Yeah, so, yeah. All right, so tell us about the the season this year. How's it been going for you guys? Uh, Actually, pretty good. Uh, we're, we have a record of 4-1 right now. Uh, we sit at, sit at the top of the West Division, which is awesome. Um, yeah, and this weekend, you know, if we can come away with the W, I, I think that's that's huge for, for this football club. Point is, you're looking to, to be champions, obviously, like any other team. And having come so close to it last year, that just makes you strive for, for it more. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. winning the West Division title was—that's the first uh, division title Sarnia has had uh, since being back into the NFC since 2006. So uh, that's huge. And even to just repeat as division champs, I know we we personally would like to, you know. Of course, but that would even be an accomplishment NFC, in its own. NFC champions, of course, but uh, yeah, just just to be back-to-back champions and even host a couple playoff games is uh, definitely a, a goal for us moving forward. So. So you said last year they won the Western Championship, Conference Championship. Yeah, like they're the turnovers really happened quite well over the past, I think, two, three, maybe even four years now. Let's face it, I mean, this team uh, hasn't uh, since being brought back into the Northern Football Conference has not won a division championship till last year. And uh, 
just be able be able or sorry be able to be in contention for a second straight one is phenomenal. And uh, the the I guess the player turnout is probably the biggest thing. That's probably the difference from last year into this year. I believe uh, Jake was telling me last year the team had thirty six players in total, roughly around there. And uh, when we had our winter meetings back in December of last year, uh, we had a turnout of over 55 guys uh, who were interested in playing uh, football, which is huge. So going back into this year, uh, I believe our roster size is actually close to 60 players, believe it or not. Um, Probably one of the biggest football teams I've seen (laughs) in uh, this league. Yeah, more Um, the merrier, though. Yeah, exactly. And not only – I could say, yeah, you could say more the merrier, but I mean, uh, it just brings out better competition for your team too, right? Mm-hmm. And when, more to rely upon. Exactly. When you don't have as many players, um, you know, you just kind of fill in guys in positions. Hopefully, you know, they can turn out, turn to be good, right? But when you have when you're starting to get you know turnouts of fifty, sixty, you know, hopefully next year even seventy or eighty, you know, you get st- sort of a stiffer competition feel, and uh, it just makes players play better around you when you have better competition, right? So. And guys are getting hurt. I remember years ago when Alec first started playing, I think he, this might have been one of his first years, he got hurt and he couldn't play. So, you know, if you have a guy like Alec who's big and fast and then he gets hurt and you don't have anyone to rely upon, yeah, exactly. so having a bigger roster could could benefit you in that way. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think a couple of years ago the, the, the team really was injury prone. I think uh, they had maybe like 25 solid guys. I mean, they had 30, injured? 30, 30 Five or thirty-six players like on the team, but like yeah. with injuries, I think they were cutting it down in the low twenties. So, wow, it's a dangerous sport. Like people can get hit and hurt in football with a you know blink of an eye. Yeah, it is, and uh, it's it's not helping either with uh, you know all these uh, CTs reports coming out. And yeah, no yeah. question about it, football is a dangerous sport. But if you have the right coaches and trainers and people who are in place that are certified, it, it it'll. it'll benefit itself so it's just about getting those right uh type of play or i shouldn't say players but type of people who care and love the game as much as uh, we do uh and to keep uh keep our players safe so we can continue playing this great sport mm, and it's like that for any sport yeah for sure i mean well hockey's another big one yeah too. you can get hurt in any sport you know what i mean yeah exactly this is you know just of course this uh it has a stigma to it because there's a lot of hard hitting and oh you know. yeah and it, and it's a violent sport, yes, but uh, it's also uh, it's, it's a very uh, competitive sport too. You mentioned earlier that you're, you're doing the media relations and everything. Did you yeah. not mention something about recruitment as well? Yeah. So, well, tell, uh, tell us the recruitment process just uh, generally, and then yeah, what you're so, doing to improve it. Yeah. So basically, just um, what my job kind of entitles is uh, basically just get the word out there for Sarnia Imperials. That means if it's through Twitter, through its Facebook. Um, you know, so you mean for the, uh, for players too, though, right? To recruit players? Oh yeah, absolutely. Because cool. you know, as soon as the more I get that word of, about Sarnia Imperials football, you know, the better the uh, you know, the more I guess people are going to ask you, oh, oh, what's what's Sarnia? What's yeah, Sarnia people Imperials get curious. So. Yeah, like well, what's it all about? So they'll look it up, and hopefully, we attract players who want to play this game, and uh, it's it just benefits uh, ourselves really. So, mm-hmm. so like anyone could try out pretty much, then, right? And then maybe you got do you guys scout? Yeah, so, yeah, basically anybody can try out, you know, uh, anywhere, that, if you're after uh, high school, anywhere from, like, 18 to 40, like I said. Yeah, it's, it's an adult league, it's a pro league, so obviously yeah. you can't be a high school kid. Yeah, it's a, it's a semi-pro league, that's for sure. So, um, yeah, um, like I said, uh, it's a great game, and uh, 
yeah, anybody from, I guess, ages uh, 18 to 40, yeah, go ahead. Not only, you know, this is, you know, a semi-pro football league, but uh, if you're good enough and you're determined to make something out of your football career, uh, you're, you are going to get recognized. Um, we actually had a player that kind of leaned on us through training camp and uh, preseason, just kind of stay football ready. Uh, his name's Dylan Grondon. Uh, he played for the Windsor AKO Fratman. Uh, mm-hmm. Same, his name sounds familiar. Last name for sure. Yeah, he's, he played for five seasons. You know, uh, uh, some CFL teams you know took interest in him, and uh, believe it or not, uh, you know, we got an invited uh, to uh, the Saskatchewan Roughriders training camp, and uh, believe he signed a one-year contract with the team, which is fantastic. So um, it just goes to show, you know, a lot of hard work and dedication. You know, you can get recognized in this league. So uh, it's. It's a semi-pro league, but like you guys, I said, if you, if you work hard and you show determination and dedication towards football, you are going to get recognized. Mm-hmm. Also, there's another guy uh, out of Oakville, uh, Archelius Jack. Uh, yeah, he played for the Oakville Longhorns. He also uh, got signed with Saskatchewan as well. So th- there are stories like that of players uh, you know, getting signed in our league. And uh, I think when more people notice or hear about that, the more, you know, if you want to continue your football career, you know, you definitely can. And mm-hmm. they'll, see some, they'll see some legitimacy in this, in this team, yet alone league, right? It, yeah. Use it as a leeway to get to where they want to be. Actually, absolutely. So the, like the NFC is really, a. that's pretty much what it is though, right? Like it's it, obviously you're providing a family fun entertainment and a place for these guys to play, but there's opportunity for the future in, in regards to players, coaches, management, anything. Yeah, absolutely. Like I almost, uh, see the NFC is almost you know a bridge for players who want to get into the CFL because they absolutely can if they work hard and sh- show all the uh, skill effort and everything you- you're going to get noticed so it- it- it's definitely a bridge for um, the NFC and hopefully we can get that word out there to attract more talent to you know play in uh, play in the NFC. Awesome, like I said, like I spent my time there and I didn't really see or hear a lot about uh, the Imperials being promoted. So if I were to see something like that. It would really kind of, like I said, put some legitimacy into it and kind of attract me towards it. Yeah, And absolutely. you guys are doing a great job of that. I actually, uh, I wanted to mention, I followed the Twitter and the Facebook recently. And as, if you scroll down, it seems like they haven't had any uh, much postings in between, you know, like 2014 to now. So it seems like it, the, it's been revived and that would have been you at the time. Yeah, I didn't you know, know that. Yeah, yeah. I'm, try, I'm trying my best, you know, to, to keep everything updated. I know I... I uh... I'm the guy who tweets out uh, our play-by-plays uh, throughout the game and stuff like that, so I try to be on top of that as best as I can. Uh, any stories that come out through, if it's newspaper, uh, journals, you know, I try to share it through our Facebook page and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, just getting uh, the name out there and uh, getting people to recognize, and uh, hopefully uh, hopefully we have a big crowd this weekend. So Yeah, like uh, Mr. Rob Dawson used to tell us, about awareness and marketing, it's, it's huge, man. No, it's key. I mean, you can't do anything without it. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. Like, if I were to go on there and be like, I wonder what the Imperials are up to. I wonder when their next game is or something. And there's nothing there. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, what, is this even a team anymore? So you got to at least put out, next game is this day, at this place, etc. Yeah, exa- exactly. So, yeah, I know if anybody, you know, in Windsor and surrounding areas, and they want to follow uh, Starnia Imperials football or even the Northern Football Conference in the NFC, you can check out the uh, – NFC, I think it's nfcfootball.com, I believe. And uh, follow us on Twitter at the Sarnia Imperials. And uh, go on our Facebook page, too. Uh, Sarnia Imperials, uh, check us out on Facebook. So anybody wants to attend uh, 
um, any of our home games or anything like that. Uh, so, I know we we have our last home game of our season this Saturday. All right, Cam, tell us about uh, this this Saturday's game. Yeah, you know uh, we play the Steel City Patriots. Uh, seven o'clock kickoff time in Norm Perry Park. Uh, admission is seven dollars. Children under twelve get in free. Um, it's a big game for us. Probably the most important game of the season. Uh, we win Saturday and got some help uh, in the schedule in the schedule uh, from. Sudbury losing, uh, the Sarnia Imperials will clinch your second straight division title, which is huge. So, uh, yeah, big weekend ahead, and uh, hopefully uh, we can come out on top. Awesome. There you have it, folks. Affordable and only a two-hour drive from here in Windsor. Yeah, thanks, man. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, appreciate the, the love. Uh, you know, the more media, the better. And uh, Absolutely, man. L- loving the show, man. Like, keep this up. This is, uh, Thank you. This is awesome. Well, I haven't we hope heard anything have have like this in a while. Thank you. We hope to have you back, too, and we'll talk a little, uh, little sports. Absolutely. All right, cool. All right, cheers, bud. Thank you to Mr. Cam Shoros for joining me. We talked a little bit about sport and rec management. Um, if you're interested in working in sport, maybe you don't know what you want to do uh, following high school, or maybe you're just don't know uh, what to take look into sport management i believe it's sport and rec management at st Clair college it's just a new program been around for uh, two years the only advice i would have is maybe have a path that you want to go down they say there's three major paths that you can take one being for instance myself i work in parks and rec you can work in parks rec and leisure you can work in sport management like cam he's a, uh, a public re- public relations guy you can be that you can be a coach a scout whatever or you can work in fitness, like a personal trainer. A few of our friends are personal trainers now at Good Life in Sarnia. So if you're looking for uh, for an occupation, then at least let it go towards your passion. Don't just don't just do something for money. Do what you love and do what you're passionate about. That's something I believe in. And if you are curious about something, then just ask. That's how I got on here is I just asked. Okay, so now I want to run down some news. We have a lot of hockey news, and I'll get to that at the end, I think. Yeah, anyway. So first we'll kick it off with MMA and wrestling as usual. We have future combat stars running an event at the Riverfront July 16th. Get more info on tickets and time and some bouts to be announced on their Facebook. There's not a lot up there, but uh, you can get all the information that they have right now. Look up future combat stars. Border City Wrestling will be running Heat Wave, BCW Heat Wave, August 20th at the Tecumseh Legion. It's going to be featuring WWE's Zeb Coulter, Johnny Devine, longtime independent wrestler, and TNA's Crazy Steve and Rosemary. They also announced on their Facebook last week that they are reviving their Can-Am wrestling school with a new curriculum. Uh, check out their Facebook if you want more information on that, if you've ever been interested in being a wrestler or in the business at all. Great school to learn from. A lot of good guys came out of there. Speaking of wrestling, we have WWE Raw in Detroit this Monday. I will be there and hopefully maybe talking about it on the show a little bit here. And speaking of mainstream sports, UFC 200 is this weekend, the biggest event in UFC history. Uh, unfortunately, John Jones, he was pulled out by the USADA last night because of, he tested positive for drugs. And that's very unfortunate. The momentum of this uh, event is it's shaping differently now. Um, it's still going to be great. We have Brock Lesnar in the main event. I made a cool poster, like an old school style poster. I was going to put it on the Facebook and Twitter, but it has John Jones and Daniel Cormier as the headline, and it's not really happening anymore, so hopefully maybe I can make up another one and put it out there. It was really cool. Look up, like, old-school wrestling, old-school boxing posters, and you'll know what I mean. We had Andrew Garrett and Josh Jubenville on the show uh, last week, actually. 
And we're going to talk a little Windsor Clippers news. They eliminated the Laura Mohawks 3-1 to in their best-of-five series. Now they will be playing the Niagara Thunderhawks in round two, another best-of-five series. Windsor met Niagara once in the regular season and suffered an 8-7 to overtime loss, so this should make for another slobber knocker of a series. The first game is Saturday at 7 p.m. at Forest Glade Arena. A little bit of football news in regards to the Windsor Lancers football. Two of the players will be joining Team Canada in the 2016 International Federation of American Football Under-19 World Championships. Holy, say that a couple times fast. Joe Damore, no relation to myself, is the Windsor Lancers football coach, and he will be the offensive coordinator for Team Canada over in China. With Lancer players Lawaya Laku and Drew, sorry Drew, but I'm going to... I'm going to torture your name here. Dejarlaz, Drew Dejarlaz, joining him in China. I read an article in the newspaper, and Laku said, Going on this trip means everything to me. Being able to represent Canada, being able to represent Windsor and my family, I just want to leave a good mark. So congratulations to them two doing big things over in China, and I believe they're traveling to Mexico as well to do some, do some stuff over there. So that's, that's the big time, man. And when they come back, uh, hopefully they'll get Joe on the show here. Uh, I had spoken to him previously, and he said he was going to be heading over to China, so hopefully get him on here when he's back. And now we're going to talk some hockey news. A lot of NHL signings in ties to Windsor players, former Windsor players. First off, Mikhail Sergachev, who was drafted by the Montreal Canadiens last week, has signed an entry-level contract with the team. The Russian boy signed on Canada Day, and maybe we won't see him in the Memorial Cup this year. Maybe we will, who knows. A bunch of veterans with Windsor ties have signed new deals too. Matt Martin has signed a deal with the Toronto Maple Leafs, $10 million over four years. I got a little funny story about him. Uh, I was doing some research on him when I heard he had signed with the Maple Leafs, my favorite team, for whatever reason. So he tried out for the Windsor Junior Spitfires AAA team, but was cut back in the day when he was a youngster, I guess. He went on to try out for the Sarnia Sting and made the team as a walk-on and ended up going to the NHL being drafted from there. So a real rags of riches story about how he didn't make uh, his local team. He just kept working towards his dream of being in the NHL, and sure enough, he achieved it. So shout out to him. Last week's show was pre-recorded, so I didn't get a chance to talk about Adam Henrique and Taylor Hall reuniting in New Jersey. We had Adam Henrique on the show here, as me and Cam mentioned. Go back on the archive and listen to that one if you'd like. I'll explain that process later, but it's going to be cool to see two former Windsor Spitfires back together again, especially when they played. They were part of that that famous team where they won two back-to-back championships. So hopefully they can recreate some magic that they did years ago. Windsor's own Steve Ott will be playing across the border for the Detroit Red Wings this year. Ott grew up a Detroit Red Wings fan. He said in an interview with the Windsor Star, To be honest with you, I've always waited for this moment ever since I was drafted. I've always wanted to be a Detroit Red Wing. It's my childhood team that I always grew up admiring with the teams and run they had with Steve Eiserman and the rest leading the way. So congratulations to him and sure he'll be making his return to Windsor full-time now and just, you know, living across the border from where he from where he works. And that's all the hockey news in regards to signings. There's going to be a lot more coming up. Uh, Windsor Spitfires have added some new recruits to their team and are looking to shape up a big team for the Memorial Cup this year. And that's all for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Wind City Sports. Uh, I've been talking to a lot of people to try and get them on the show. We want to, I want to do a little mix of every sport. I have a lot of martial artists that will be coming on and some more football guys, but I've been in talks with the Windsor TFC staff and players and hopefully have one of them on next week to talk about their their history and what to expect from them in the future. And I just want to take this moment to say thank you to all the loyal listeners of C-Jam. At least I don't know who's listening to me, if anybody. 
But if you are and there's someone that you want to hear from, an athlete or coach, whether it be past, present, or future in Windsor and the surrounding area, or whatever it may be, uh, contact me because it's definitely possible. I have an email, drakecjam at hotmail.com. You can email me there or find me on Facebook and Twitter. On Facebook, it's WinCitySports. On Twitter, is at CJamSport. And check out the archive, as I mentioned earlier. I have an episode with Adam Henrique. If you want to go back and listen to that one, go to cjam.ca. Click on Programming. Find Win City Sports. Click on us, and you'll see the previous shows from the past couple weeks. And if that doesn't work for you, then check out SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash WinCitySports has all of our shows. Go to the playlist. They're all in chronological order. And check out some other stuff on CGM, guys. A lot of cool stuff here. That's all for today. Until next time, peace out. Some country boys working overtime, boy. Kings of the South.